Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. I'm Mike along with Joel for another edition of Growing in Grace. I don't know how you found us, but we would appreciate it if you would share our little link with someone else. Um, Lots of different ways that you can... uh, listen to our programs. We have a number of people who have written to us and told us that they, they went back to the beginning of more than 10 years worth of podcasts and they're listening through them. Mm-hmm. But you can find the most recent ones starting at the top at growingingrace.org. Oh gosh, there's you know iTunes, YouTube, all kinds of stuff, right, Joel? Yeah. And you can even uh, nowadays uh, Google Play Music. They had apparently, I didn't even know this, but they had stopped doing podcast feature on that app and now they're back at it again so you can use google play music uh, or any actually any maybe not any but most podcast apps to search for growing in grace you'll find a few different ones that maybe have the same name or similar name but just find the one with our logo and uh, you can listen to it, download it through uh, your favorite podcast app as well. So lots of different ways to do it. All of the stuff, of course, based at growingingrace.org. And uh, that's the place to, where everything is centered. Well, what do you think, Cap? Some more uh, New Covenant talk, this grace that God has given to us freely, all comes to us through this New Covenant. It's called a better covenant, better promises, better, better, better. It's so much better than everything else. And as we've talked about in previous weeks, it's not a continuation of the old. It's not uh, hopping off a bus and hopping onto a new bus and then dragging that old bus along. No, you're on something brand new. And uh, we're going to continue on talking with some of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we didn't just replace the seats so that the bus would be more comfortable. (laughs) Uh, You know, we didn't uh, put a new bathroom in. We, We didn't put on new tires. Uh, and keep the same old bus. The bus wasn't improved. We we had to transfer into something entirely different. That's what we talked about last week. In fact, I would encourage you, if you find the time, our podcasts aren't very long, 14 minutes. If you could go back to about three weeks ago is when we kind of started talking more about this new covenant. Uh, look for New Covenant 101 and catch up to us here would be beneficial to you. But uh, last week we were talking about uh, a little bit about how that old bus or that law, that old covenant that God made with Israel, not with non-Israelites, but he made it with Israel, and how it came to an end, and they were transferred and placed into something entirely different, as you said, Joel, something something new and better. The the old had to be removed. So when we say the word change, again, keep that, keep that in mind. It wasn't a revision or an amendment. Uh, as we've said before, it's not old covenant part two. It was a new covenant, though, for the Israelites and a first covenant for us who are Gentiles, or I should say non-Jewish people. We did mention uh, in the past that spiritually speaking, and we don't want to have to repeat this every time, but spiritually speaking, there really is no longer Jew or Gentile. We're all one in Christ, but just speaking from that natural perspective so that we can gain a greater understanding of what's being talked about here between the covenants. So this priesthood, uh, the the writer of Hebrews in in Hebrews chapter 7 is kind of wrapping up before he goes on to talk more about the, the new covenant in the next several chapters. But under the old, uh, Hebrews 7.23, the former priests on the one hand 
existed in greater numbers because they were prevented by death from continuing. But Jesus, on the other hand, because he continues forever, holds his priesthood permanently. Therefore, he is able also to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. So what we've got here is the old covenant priesthood, the priesthood of the Levitical priesthood, that the priests would serve a certain number of years or until they died, and then other priests would fill in and take over. On the other hand, there's Jesus Christ, our one high priest, who wasn't appointed by the law like those other people were, but he came to his position of high priest through an oath or a promise that came directly from the Father. For the law appoints men as high priests who are weak, but the word of the oath or the word of the promise which came after the law appoints a son made perfect forever, Hebrews 7.28. Did you catch that? What? The word of the oath came after what? It came after the law. See, this, this, this just solidifies what we've been trying to explain, that the law had to completely end. And if you're one of those people who says, we know the Jewish laws no longer uh, exist, but there's the Christian laws that, that uh, somehow are left over from that first covenant. Now, there, there's no leftovers. <laughs> we had to get an entirely different spread here on the dining room table. It's all new food. We can't mix the old with the new. It doesn't work. Um, the, the commandments, even written on stone, had to come to an end. You can find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. So the word of the oath came after the law appoints a son made perfect forever. Yes. I, I well, I like what it says there in verse twenty-three. I mean, um, many priests and they were prevented by death from continuing. Well, what's better to stop a person from continuing than death? <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you, you can't do anything after you've died, and and so these priests were mortal people. They died, but here comes Jesus, and it talks about how he continues forever. Uh, he has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he's able to save, and I'm going to say it again, to the uttermost, to the uttermost. Another version says, to save forever those who come to God through him. But he's able to do it, all because of this new thing, all because of God's promise that he made, this oath that God made to himself. The former priests, uh, and again, there were many, and they died, they had to offer up sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice. No, the record didn't break. I'm just saying that a bunch of times to make the point that over and over again, they had to offer up these sacrifices. Jesus, one sacrifice for all. You know, we talk about this, you know, uh, this thing about coming to God and asking for forgiveness over and over again. Well, if God was going to forgive us over and over again, Jesus would need to die over and over again because there's no forgiveness apart from blood. Well, Jesus died once, and that covers all of our sins. It took all of our sins away. He's able to save us to the uttermost. He's able to save us forever. So you, you've been saved once. And, and you know, I had this, this uh, when we were, Helping out with the youth group at, at a church one time, this kid came up to me every once in a while and said, Joel, Joel, I got saved again this weekend, or, or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 
You got saved once. It was by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed once for your sins, and it covers everything. All your sins have been taken away. It's a it's an assurance that we do have because see this old the old covenant. It was dependent upon the priests doing these sacrifices after sacrifice after sacrifice. It was dependent upon the people, and the people failed, and so. It couldn't depend upon them. And so God said, it's okay, it's not going to depend upon you. It's going to depend upon this oath, like you were talking about, that was made after the law. This oath came after the law. And it's about this son, Jesus Christ, who has been perfected forever. Yeah, he's not like those other high priests who had to, as you said, had to keep offering up those same sacrifices, uh, not just for the people, by the way, but for their own sins as well. <laughs> and yet, our high priest is holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, exalted above the heavens. This is uh, this is so incredible. And well, once we start putting the pieces of this puzzle together, and you can begin to see the bigger picture, it's incredible. And, and another thing that you'll find a, a bit. Well, I'm not sure what the word is here, Joel. <laughs> but it's just big as you begin to see the bigger picture. And the more of that picture you begin to see, the more you begin to realize how the Christian religion has largely been based on some misinformation, largely because we've been mixing the old covenant portions of it with the new covenant. Another reason why you can't do that. Um, in, in several places in the Old Testament, you'll find it in a couple places in Deuteronomy, and that is that God said, nothing shall be added to my law, and nothing shall be taken away from this law. Can't add to it, can't take away from it. It's a package. It comes as a bundle. It's not to be separated. Not then, not during the ministry of Jesus, and not now, because it's been put aside. It doesn't really matter. But you, you can't just apply different chunks that you think are convenient, like the Ten Commandments or different things. I'm not going to go through a list right now. But um, you, you can't say that well, these are Christian laws or they should apply to the Christian covenant that we have in Christ. No, th th that's not the way it's supposed to work. And don't misunderstand us. We're not saying that it's okay to go out and sin, go out and do whatever you want. We're not saying any of that. We're just saying that that was a ministry that brought death and condemnation. And that we're now in a better ministry, a better covenant, known as the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're under something called the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And, and something we read here in, in Hebrews where it says, Jesus now lives to make intercession, intercession for them. Um, he, Let's see, First uh, Timothy 2.5. There is one God and one, one mediator also between God and men. That would be Jesus Christ, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, the testimony given at the proper time. So he's the mediator. He, he's the one between us and God. And that's an important thing to, to remember. But Joel, you, you were hitting on something that we're going to hit on some more in the weeks to come, and that is that this one sacrifice from our one high priest, this one-time shedding of his blood, compared to what the old priests had to do with the continuous shedding of blood from animals. What Jesus did brought forgiveness to all of mankind. 
one time. It was all, it's already been done. He's not in the forgiveness business anymore. He's already done it. All we have to do is believe it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the work has been finished. It is finished. There's, there's no more work to be done. All we do is receive the benefits of the work that has been done. And we, we receive it by God's grace through faith. And that's the beautiful thing because uh, under that old covenant, I mean, it, you were talking about, you know, how, no, we're not encouraging people to sin. We're not saying that people could just do whatever they can do. But under that old covenant, even with all those sacrifices, even with everything that happened, it couldn't stop sin. It couldn't do anything about sin. It was all focused on laws about sin, but it couldn't do anything about sin. And so that's the difference. You can try to go back to the old covenant laws all that you want, but it's never going to do anything about sin. But the the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ for all time and for all people did everything that was necessary to take sin away. All all we need to do is receive believe it and and receive the free gift and it's God's grace in this new covenant that teaches us to say no to ungodliness. It's God's grace and, and by the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit in us in which we can live an overcoming life. But it's it's really not even about that. It's just it's about the fact that Christ is our life. And all of this comes through this wonderful, beautiful new covenant that we'll be uh, spending some more weeks talking about here on in the weeks to come on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.